0: Maybe replace it with masturbation. I don't know.
1: You'd think, but...
0: And, and or. Either or. Either or. Not both, aren't
1: mm. they? What kind of go hand in hand. Anyway. Quite literally. Uh. hmm <coughs> So, jump back into it. Uh,
0: Didn't have you down as a two-hander, but okay. <sighs> Whatever makes you sleep at night.
1: Two. Two thumb mm. and four fingers. Uh.
0: Did you ha- could you not have waited till i'd swallowed my <laughs> first
1: that's what she Jesus. said uh Welcome all into the MO podcast. As always, you're here with me, Conservatio San. And me, Atreya. And again, we are traveling the long road of Atreya, trying to make me believe in stuff that isn't real. Yep. And this week, we are talking about the possessed nuns of Aeon Province.
0: Okay, I might struggle with this one because I'm not familiar with it, I don't think. I'll give it a good go.
1: Getting possessed.
0: Uh, You know how I feel about possession.
1: Yeah. And I'm I'm a demonology expert, so we can easily debunk this one. Uh,
0: The only thing you know about possession is that it's nine tenths of the law.
1: Tis true, tis true. So, before we get started on that, just going to do another shout out for the website. Uh, We have all our podcasts on there if you want to go over. And we also have blogs that we do sporadically, let's say, uh, about this, that and the other.
0: Look, I update it with the, the, the podcasts, okay? You're the funny writer. (laughs) I just proofread it and then go in afterwards and change your grammatical mistakes and hope you don't notice. Actually, you know what it is, right? If I find anything interesting, I do actually blog about it. And you'd be surprised, right? On my Google Alerts, right, I have keywords on Google Alerts. I have mystery, strange, disappeared, Long Island, Long Island skeleton, Long Island disappeared, Long Island shot, Long Island murdered. I t- I'm going to fucking prove it. I'm going <laughs> to prove it. Indeed. And people are still going missing and getting murdered. I'm just saying.
1: They are. All to do with the Son of Sams. Uh, just saying. We've also got an Instagram and a Twitter there as well. So you can jump over there. And a TikTok. And a TikTok as well. Yes, indeed. And uh,
0: These Gen Zers.
1: Yeah. We even also have a coffee link as well so if you want to buy us a coffee you can jump over there and do that i don't drink coffee so
0: and if you want to send wine yeah uh, i'll just put my address in the description and send it right to me
1: yeah basically we'll just have a wholesaler's (laughs) fucking link down below yes this week we travel back to the 17th century and that was peak witch hunting time as anyone knows. There were countless witch trials going on across Europe and these culminated in the famous Salem Witch Trials in America in 1692. Now, these women, and they were nearly always women because they're always up to no good, uh, were usually accused of being under the control of demons after having sold their souls for this mystical power that they got.
0: I think it's just because we like cats. I don't think it's got anything to do with, like... It's just, like, that crazy bitch with the cats. She's got loads of cats.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: She's got to be a witch.
1: Yeah. Let's uh, duck
0: her and see what happens.
1: Indeed. <clears throat> and a lot of a lot of the things that people accused them of were just, like, lonely old women who get themselves to themselves.
0: And you know what it is as well? Like, you know when they say, <laughs> like, nowadays, when they're like, well, it was just clearly a witch hunt and they basically just mean that that you were already guilty without even being tried or anything like that there was no there was no two ways about it did you know matthew hopkins used to get a pound for every witch that he like sentenced to death uh, of yeah. co- a pound in the 1600s of course you're going to be like she's a witch she's got what she's got like a mole thing on her face that's uh you know devil's thing they the What do you call them, the familiars? Yeah, Yeah, they they suck milk from that. Yeah, it's a devil's mark. Um, If you hang her upside down, hang her on this uh, timber up there, um, we'll just leave her for a good, you know, four hours. And then what you do is to find out if she's an actual witch. You prick her leg, and if she bleeds, she's innocent. And if she doesn't bleed, she's a witch. Of course she's not going to fucking bleed. She's been hung upside down for four hours. All the blood's run that way. Of course she's not going to bleed. Let's wrap her in the biggest dress known to man. <laughs> wrap her in chains and put her in the river. If she floats, she's a witch. If she drowns, yeah. she's innocent, but she's like, also dead. Yeah. The dresses were so billowy. It was a like, boop, 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 boop. You're always yeah. floated to the surface. Yeah,
1: you're, ne- you're never going to win on that. As well as, as, well as no. being for, like, Christian religious fundamentalists. It was monetary gain that these people did this for. Uh, Uh And one of the first cases of demonic possession of this time period was of Madeleine de Damadou de la (laughs) Plard. Now, fucking butchered that, so I'm gonna do it again.
0: (laughs) You really butchered that.
1: (laughs) I was practicing every time.
0: It sounded a little bit, a little bit Jamaican. (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I fucking I'd listen, like I was editing the, the Matsunaga one, the Japanese one, earlier today, and I thought I'd nailed every fucking name in it. And I'm looking at it going, I don't even know what name that is. What have I said? I say several different names no. throughout the episode for it. right, fucking up, right.
0: You did. You did. You, you, you're not wrong there. <laughs> uh,
1: man. Right, one of the first cases of demonic possession of this time period was Madeleine the Damned... I've fucking done it again. (laughs) One of the first cases of demonic possession of this time period was of a woman called Madeleine, and it occurred in (laughs) southern France.
0: I love it, yeah.
1: So, dates and ages are conflicting. Now, some sources say she was 17 when she joined the Earthline Coven- Covenant in Aeon, Provence. Others say she was 12. Now, these... It's a bit age- of a difference. Yeah, but these age discrepancies could be because priests are involved. And... Ah. Priests. Just say no more. Yep. Yeah, be doing that, don't they? Ah. Uh, they do. They do be. So, Madeleine was born into an aristocratic and rich family in the late 1500s. And with it being France, she suffered from depression and mental health issues from a young age. Uh, it's not knocking France, but they just recovered from several historic things that had happened there. Uh, now, there were five other nuns that joined the nunnery at the same time and these were all again from wealthy families
0: wait hold on go on i'm confused you said she joined the covenant
1: mm-hmm. covenant Nun- nunnery <laughs> do
0: you mean the convent
1: yeah yeah she went. not yeah a co-
0: right okay so i thought she went straight into the witchcraft no. So like she joined the co- the coven and the covenant she was she was straight in there with the other crazy nun bitches, Right. Oh, the, she joined a convent. Oh, no, that's it was not a quite convent. As exciting. All right, okay. Not quite as exciting, but yeah. okay. Do continue. I'm up to speed now with what's going on.
1: Yeah, so uh if I've not apologized already I will for pronunciation and uh WordPad doesn't have spell checker. So there you go. Uh So after about a depression, Madeleine was sent back home to recover, and it was at this point she met the local parish priest. His name was Father Louis Gufridi, and by all accounts, he was a handsome, debonair man who was very entertaining and liked by all the local women.
0: I thought he was French. Mm. Just going to point out. I'm going to be entertaining. Well.
1: Just going to point out he was 20 years older than Madeline as well, so...
0: And we're not sure if she was 12 or 17.
1: Either way, the age difference is a bit stark. Now, he started making regular visits to Madeline to cure her depression. And during these visits, he would spend as much as an hour and a half alone with her. So... Stamina. I
0: bet he tried to cure her depression in the same way that the the Victorians tried to cure hysteria.
1: Exactly, with uh, get that
0: metal vibrator up there.
1: <laughs> exactly, vibration. I get so depressed. <laughs> Therapy. Uh, <laughs> so obviously, gossip started to uh, ferment in the village around the area, and now because. Loose behaviour by priests was tolerated to an extent. It could have been because of Madeline's age that her mother went to the head of the Ursuline convent and Galfredi was warned off and told to stop spending time alone with Madeline. Bloody sure. So in, nine, in nineteen. In 1607, Madeleine entered was... into the Marseille convent. I was gonna say, novice. how old is she now? I know, yeah, <laughs> Jesus, that's she is a witch. She's still going. <laughs> so she entered into the covenant, convent as a novice. Convent, convent as a novice. I swear to God, when I uh...
0: three days drinking, I don't know that that's good for you. I know this is the thing. I'm I need not, to be on it.
1: Constantly. Fuck me. Mm -hmm.
0: It's killing your brain cells not drinking. Oh, Jesus. In
1: 1607, Madeleine entered the Marseille convent as a novice. And soon after, she confessed about all the jiggy-jiggy with uh, the priest to the mother, Catherine de Garmere. She was the head honcho of the convent and de Gomer had Madeleine sent to a convent further away in Asian Provence on the basis that it was too remote for Father Galfredi to visit.
0: Isn't that just better for him that nobody's gonna see him come and go because it's in the middle of nowhere? Exactly. (laughs) It's the best place to have an affair surely.
1: I don't understand what the thought process was but obviously the head nun thought send her away and leave him here. Diddling all the children in the village. Uh,
0: well, yeah, but I mean, even like sending her away, like send her right smack bang into the middle of a city where everybody is going to see him go in and visit in her. Do it that way. Yeah.
1: So it didn't really... Well, it worked out because Galfredi didn't visit and he'd been warned off, but... For Madeline, nothing really much happened for the next two years, except for non-stuff, I suppose. But, towards the end of 1609, she started suffering from convulsions, shaking fits, and in a peak of rage, she destroyed a crucifix. Now, rather than trying to diagnose the issues, getting a doctor in, having someone look at her... The hierarchy turned round and said, you need an exorcism, love, because you got them demons.
0: I mean, I would kind of agree. Yeah. You don't be no nun and then you smash up a crucifix. Mm. That's not how it's done.
1: I think she could have just... Very un Maybe, but she could have just been anger issues and uh, needed to be talked down, but...
0: I mean, a crucifix is the last thing you go for when you're pissed off. She could have punched a wall or something, you know, don't... Let's not go for Christ. Let's leave him out of this.
1: In fairness... He's already
0: paid the ultimate price.
1: In a convent, I mean, what's going to be to hand there, really?
0: A big but, stone wall, probably. Well, and a lot a of pillar?
1: crucifixes. I mean, maybe, maybe they had Christopher Casey's fucking uh, bookseller in the week I before. Mean, did
0: she... I don't know. It's just like... I kind of feel like the equivalent like of a, a nun or a priest like smashing up a crucifix. It's the equivalent of like going into work one day and shooting your CEO of the company in the face.
1: Yeah, it's like a librarian burning a book. It's just a... G- it's just a yeah, yeah, it's just
0: a no-go area, really.
1: Yeah. So, Father Jean-Baptiste Romelan the spiritual director of the convent performed Madeleine's first exorcism. It failed, and it may have even backfired, because after this exorcism, three more nuns became infected with demons, apparently. Uh, all the nuns lost the power of speech, and by the end of 1609, there were eight nuns in total suffering from demonic possession within the convent. Now, out of the eight, only one of them came close to having demonic possession as Madeline did. And this was Louise Capu, whose contortions and ravings were more debauched than Madeline's. And where Madeline would scream obscenities and thrash about, Capu would speak in a deep deep bass voice and be more gymnastic in her bodily contortions.
0: So do we know what the people who were the women that were possessed, do we know what their daily routine then became? So say if their ordinary daily routine was get up, do the chores, wash all the floors, do hard labor. And then once you're possessed, that's it. You're kind of just stay in your room, read a few books, like till we can like depossess you. Oh, I think, I think I'm think i possessed as well. I really can't be asked to wash those floors I've got the hangover from hell being at the communion wine all night.
1: Yeah, so I think we're not even halfway through and you've already done this because I think that is kind of the way they were going. Um,
0: it must have been hard, like the chores and stuff that you get. So, like, if you can get out of it, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. If I thought being possessed would get me out of work, I would do it every day, but... It just doesn't work like that anymore, does it? Not really, no. Uh, Especially not when you've got a mate who can do exorcisms as well.
1: Exactly, see? Just, I'd, I'd be there in a uh, So, not mm-hmm. to be upstaged by this pretender kapoo, uh, Madeline got all kind of crazy in her ravings and she outed Father Gafridi as a paedophile claiming that their affair started when she was nine.
0: He'd given But it was her... the 1600s, wasn't it? Yeah. Were paedophiles even a thing in the 1600s? Because I just thought they were marrying people off at like eight and nine.
1: Well, n- no, you had to have babies because... by
0: your time you were twelve.
1: So th- this is this is what I meant earlier with the priests at this time had a little bit of leniency with sleeping around. They got away with it, but when it came to children, it was like now nah, you're going to blow this whole gig. We need that for the twentieth century. We we can't be doing that now and blowing everything. No,
0: but I I just thought like like early like early doors marriage was just like the normal thing. Like back in the like Middle Ages and like the Elizabethan era. Like you got married when you were twelve and you had babies, like when you were twelve or thirteen. Like it was just a thing. Like Yeah. I just I just didn't even think that paedophilia would even enter their minds because they were already marrying their children off to get big 50 year old at like nine year old
1: indeed but i think that was more of a marriage of convenience (coughs) for getting wealth and land whereas this is a priest that shouldn't really be doing that anyway so she also claimed that Galfridi had given her a green devil as a familiar, and she forced That's so cool. he forced her to take like Slimer. He forced her to take a special potion that would cause any babies that they made together not look like him, so no one would accuse him.
0: So he probably gave her. A... Uh, Like a tea that made her not get pregnant then. I still to this day don't know what they... I read about all these teas that they used to (coughs) give them in like the olden days that would like... They acted like the morning after pill, but I still don't know what was in them. Mm. And why do they not do them nowadays? Mm -hmm. Why can't you mix a tea instead of like having to go and get the morning after pill that they'll probably charge you, you know, I don't know, 20 quid or something for?
1: I mean, I don't think it's chai... Or anything like that, or green tea. But oh no, I it think, definitely but, isn't. But, but yeah, I think you could still make your own. Really, that would flush you out. I don't
0: know. I don't know what's in it though.
1: I mean, ask Madeline. It, Maybe she knows. Uh,
0: is she still alive? I'll ask
1: her. She could be. Uh, she
0: was really possessed, and Slimer's kept her up to date all this time.
1: So. Father Romulan was getting nowhere fast with his exorcisms, and he enlisted the help of Grand Inquisitor Sebastian Michel.
0: The Grand Inquisitor?
1: Exactly. They had one in Marseille at this time, apparently. And Michel, although he was old, he was very determined inquisitor, and he had 18 witch notches on his witch murdering stick. Now 14 of these were burnt at the stake between the years of 1581 and 1582. So as he got older he kind of stepped back a little bit and just... But in his heyday he was burning them left, right and centre. Fucking... That is a
0: total different play on notches on your bedpost, isn't it? Yeah. He was... This is how many women I've had burned at the stake.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, in the winter of sixteen ten, they attempted an exorcism in a cave that was deemed to be holy, as Mary Magdalene, the prostitute who hang- hung around with Jesus in the Middle East, was claimed to have lived in. So she got her steps in getting there.
0: It's gonna say she's a bit far out of her jurisdiction. Quite her frankly, view.
1: yeah, she had a fucking fucking Fitbit on. She need, she needed them steps that week.
0: I'm not being funny, right, but I, if I was going to carry out, like, an exorcism, I'd be like, right, where is the most holy place I could carry out? Oh, I'm already here. It's called a convent. Yeah. What? Why don't you just do it where you are? Yeah.
1: They may have gone God to... is here. <laughs> yeah, they may have gone to the cave because this was a public exorcism, so... Ugh... The locals... Did they send
0: a little collection pot round afterwards?
1: Exactly. I mean, there was no telly, was there? So the locals were probably bored, and the priests needed some money, so they put on a show for them. Now,
0: I mean, I would go to an exorcism. I mean, I, yeah. If it I'd was be
1: interested, yeah. If it was in the square or something, do you know, you you pop down, mm-hmm. wouldn't you? Yeah. Like an execution, you'd you'd go and look.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Stop off at Primark, grab a Mackey's, take it to the execution.
1: Put some bunting up; it'll be, uh, be a be good time.
0: Uh, we'll make a day of it, yeah. So this buy some t-shirts.
1: <laughs> this exorcism failed again, and the two nuns were then passed on to another exorcist who was called Francois Dumptis. and again there were several public ex- executions performed. Uh, exorcisms performed on the women. And, I was going
0: to say, several executions. Yeah. Jesus, they really were witches, weren't they? Exactly. Couldn't get the first five times.
1: <laughs> by the fifth time, they we were all crispy, <laughs> like, fucking hell. <laughs> so uh, this was pretty much like some... Kind of mental Vatican's got talent with madeline and Louise try to outdo each other with the kind of crazy shit that they were saying. Now, Louise, in the medium of having a demon called Varine possessing her, told the priest that Galfredi was the cause of the possessions. He she claimed that he was a witch. And she accused him of a lot of bedroom shenanigans, like stuff that maybe an innocent nun shouldn't know
0: about. Hotchy uh, pochy, my mum used to call it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think she just meant bum stuff and such. Yeah. But uh, so, Mikael's. Uh, Nikal sent for Galfredi under the guise of helping him try and perform this exorcism on the women, even though Galfridi had never done an exorcism before in his life, had no prior knowledge of what to do. He just rocks up and went, yeah, we'll get it done. Rolled his sleeves it's up. It's easy.
0: You just, you just hold a crucifix at them and say, the power of Christ compels you for 45 minutes. Yep. That's it. That's Anyone it. can do it, honestly. Just throw
1: some water on him and
0: mm-hmm. done.
1: So when Galfredi turned up, he was blindsided by both Louise and Madeline. Now, he knew Madeline, but it's not been reported. I couldn't find out if he knew Louise at all. So she just came out saying, yeah, it's him. He's a dickhead. Uh, so they, claimed, they both claimed that he was debauched, did terrible things to the both of them. And when they called him a magician it must have really hit a note with him because he retorted, if I were a witch, I would certainly give my soul to a thousand devils. Which, when a load of priests have stood around you, it's probably the wrong note to try sarcasm on them. And uh, everyone took that as an admission of guilt by him and he was arrested.
0: I'd have been more pissed off about being called a magician. Nobody wants to be a magician.
1: You're a wizard. Come on. Or a warlock.
0: Exactly. No one wants to be a magician. Like, I always think if you know the IT crowd where she goes out with...
1: Yeah. Michael the
0: Magnificent.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And he's a driving instructor. He's not a magician, but he looks like one. No one wants to be a magician.
1: Look at the...
0: uh, Little Britain. Look at the eyes, look at the eyes. Not around the eyes, look at the eyes. Not around
1: the eyes, look at the eyes. So while Galfredi languished in prison, Madeline may have realised that she may have pushed this a little bit too far. Uh, Also, she may have realised that she was kind of losing traction to Louise and she started (sighs) making up further stuff. She accused Gilfrady of having magical books, performing black masses, and not praying with a clean heart. Apparently, that's the same as being a wizard.
0: How can she possibly know he's not praying with a clean heart?
1: Because she's possessed by a demon, and the demon can see everything. So... Galfredi's room was searched. Is where he lived was searched. Nothing incriminating was found, but didn't have hard drives then, did they? So, you know,
0: he might have done little drawings, woodcuts.
1: But then you burn them afterwards, don't you? So two in one keeps you warm. And, <laughs> you know, you you relieve yourself and then you keep yourself warm afterwards. Have when you're having yes. a bath. So members of his parish as well stood up for him and they called him a well-regarded man. Nothing they'd ever seen would relate to him being a black magician or anything like this. And there were also some church politics going on behind the scenes with the Franciscans supporting Galfredi while their rivals, the Dominicans, wanted him tried regardless of what anyone else said. Now, Galfredi was released, and no charges were brought against him, but he was a little bit upset by having his character smeared and
0: I imagine he was once
1: he returned to his parish, he quickly set about clearing his name. now he's got away it like even if he didn't do anything, he's got away with something here like it could have been easy, but he just pushed it a little bit too much and he went to the Pope to try and clear his name, calling for the possessed nuns to be jailed and saying they were slandering his name.
0: Slander!
1: Yeah. So Michael's uh, Michael's was still mad that Gelfrady had slipped through his fingers and he managed to pressure the local parliament to bring a civil case against him in February of 1611. Now, both nuns were on top form during this trial. They alternated between having fits and going into graphic detail about what Galfredi had actually done to them. And uh, I suppose a few of the priests may have got a bit of red faces because they went in detail about how much of a devil he was.
0: Okay, so, like, my first thoughts were that maybe he'd come on to them or something or like even like I don't know slept with them or something and you know they were like fairly young and your first love always hits you hardest and you kind of you fall in love and that's it and they got obsessed and then he was just like it was just like a one-night thing and then they were like I'm gonna show you what's a one-night thing you are gonna regret me and me but then I think like they were so young and like Back in those days, was it the kind of thing that <laughs> young nuns talked about to each other, like pegging and anal, and that sort of thing? Like, where would they learn this if they hadn't had it done to them? Yeah, yeah. So now I'm kind of torn.
1: Yeah, in fairness, it is kind of you don't know about it unless you've seen some kind of stuff happening, and especially Not if
0: you grow up in a convent.
1: Exactly, and at the time catholic it's very it's not talks about the the whole mm-hmm. sex thing and so it kind of either puts you into being a deviant or or puts you into being celibate it's one of the two ways kind of thing so if you've not seen it how would you know about it so
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe he did have a little bit but i don't think he was again a wizard Ah. Uh,
0: Oh, he definitely wasn't. He might have been a wizard between the sheets. Yeah. But, well,
1: yeah, maybe that's it and I was spurned. Uh, <laughs> so, Madeline also went through bouts of withdrawing her accusations, claiming that she had been besotted with Galfridi, her first love. Uh, she also, though, acted out their sex acts in the court. So...
0: She's got a lot of balls.
1: Yeah. Well, she had a lot of balls. So if everyone just imagines a nun kind of uh, (laughs) air-bumming something, then there you go. Uh, So Madeline was examined, and she was found not to be a virgin. How? I have no fucking idea.
0: Okay, so what they do is they check if your hymen has snapped. However, right? However... I have been informed at school. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At no, by in sex education lessons, that that actually proves nothing because if you do, if you do gymnastics or horse high riding. jump, or horse riding or anything, yeah, yeah, it can snap your yeah. hymen. So it proves fuck all. Yeah. Really, yeah. you can just do it from general movement. It can snap. Yeah. So yeah, it proves pretty much
1: nothing. Yeah. So as well, I believe in Arabic countries as well that they do this uh before a wedding which is grim Uh,
0: yeah because it's like if you don't bleed you can't be a virgin yeah Uh, it's not as grim as everybody makes out it's not all blood no
1: so as well she found madeline was found to have two devil's marks which when poked with a pin didn't cause pain or bleed. So, again, science with that, I think. Uh, Yeah. After, an interesting thing is, after one of the many dispositions in court, a terrifying noise was heard emanating from the court's chimney. Now, because of the tension and because how this was demons, all the judges fled, believing that the devil himself was coming to rescue Galfredi and take him back to hell. Give your fucking head a shake and sit down. Yeah, and a counsellor who had actually entangled himself in his desk, he was the only person left in the chamber. And while uttering the rosary and repeatedly making a sign of the cross, he came face to face with a chimney sweep who had got stuck <laughs> in the fucking chimney. At the time,
0: I feel so sorry for the chimney sweep. That must be traumatic. Being stuck inside a chimney. Oh my god, the claustrophobia. That poor kid.
1: Yeah. So he kind of just appeared and, like, to an empty courtroom (laughs) covered in soot.
0: I've been shouting help for hours.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did no one hear me?
0: I'm sure everybody
1: just ran away. (laughs) You just like me, dad. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, Galfredi's ultimate undoing was his own confession, in which he claimed to be the prince of the synagogue and that he had signed a pact with the devil in exchange for some sexy nuns. Now, (laughs) unfortunately. Just as Mikael was rubbing his hands with glee that he got the confession out of him, Galfredi recanted the confession, claiming that it was made under duress and he had been tortured. Now... And they weren't
0: that sexy anyway. (laughs) Yeah. If you made a pact with the devil, (laughs) you're like, the devil's like, yeah, your soul's mine, so fair's fair. You can have... Whatever you want, your soul is pretty, it's worth quite a lot, so set your bar high, yeah. And then he was like, I just want a couple of sexy nuns, really. Just two, I'll be happy with just two. Yeah, (laughs) would you for your soul? You'd be like, I want a big house, I I don't see the problem. Trillion, million, trillion pounds, I'd have two sexy (laughs) nuns and a half. If the devil appears behind
1: me right now, I would be two sexy nuns. And make me last a little bit longer than normal that's it
0: that 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 sort of suit you,
1: yeah, and I think he'll go such a bloke he'll go your soul's not really worth that much mate. like aim lower uh
0: <laughs> you can have one sexy nun and she's fairly elderly, yeah, that's the deal it's it's, it's an eighty five year old sexy nun, yeah. she's a giph,
1: yeah. Great. But that's what you get. A, a, a great guilt.
0: Because uh, your soul is already so dark, <laughs> yeah, it's almost not yeah. worth taking.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, to be honest with it, I can't even part exchange the soul for like They would Yeah,
0: <laughs> I've already hacked into your hard drive. And this <laughs> yeah, is going to be
1: a hard sell yeah, on my yeah. part. So, just, aim low. <laughs> yeah, you just hook him up here and go. I'm not even going <laughs> to give you an offer. I'm just going to take you. <laughs> Done.
0: You can have a 1995 (laughs) Ford, let's just call it a deal, that's it.
1: So, Galfredi recanted his confession and claiming that it was made under duress and he had been tortured and due to the time, you obviously would kind of think he was tortured. Yeah. And the court wasn't going to let a minor issue like that get in the way of their justice. So, on the 18th of April, 1611, he was found guilty of sorcery, magic, idolatry, and fornication. Now, yeah, when fornication was a crime, still is in some <laughs> houses, I suppose. Uh, so, <laughs> he was sentenced to being burned on a pile of bushes. Now, this is a slower way to go than being just thrown on a pyre because the bushes, because they're green, they don't actually catch fire. They just smolder. So you're not taken by the flames. You're just kind of slow cooked to death. Yeah. So he wasn't off the hook yet with that though. And his interrogation continued before this sentence was carried out because the dude... Judiciary wanted names of other wizards and warlocks in the area. Because he had genuinely no names to give.
0: Uh-uh. I want the rest of the House Slytherin, or you are not going free. <laughs>
1: she was like that, like Saruman. Fucking hell, who else, who else can I give Gandalf? Fucking hell. Ga-
0: Gandalf the Grey, Gandalf the Grey.
1: <laughs> Sylvester McCoy, I don't know what his name was. Merlin. Fucking...
0: Radagast. Merlin. <laughs> Radagast
1: so because he had no names to give out the tortures oh. kept going uh... Michael
0: the Magnificent <laughs> but... <laughs> just great card tricks
1: <laughs> and because the, the torture just kept going, Gelfrini snapped and he started to confess to anything and anything they wanted to hear, he confessed to Farting in a lift. He confessed to worrying ducks on the Sabbath. He he, he just he just went. You know what? I've done it all.
0: Oh, that finished me off. Sorry. Yeah. So he just went. I enjoyed. I enjoyed that very much. <laughs>
1: So, interesting to note that worrying ducks on a Sabbath is a genu- was a genuine crime at the time. And on his final <laughs> appearance... And this is where my audio failed. So, apologies, we are very close to the end. And we do miss a little bit of interaction between me and Atreya here. But I'll just finish it off here and... On the final day during his court appearance, he went full on, Galfredi went full on crazy mode and he just went on to say that he ate roast babies and uh, did all kinds of witch shenanigans. Now before he was executed on the 5th of April, he was given a few more Tortures and these were he went on the strappedo three times which is a massive crane where his hands were tied behind his back and he was dropped from a great height he went through squassation four times which is where he had weights attached to his feet and he was dropped from height but he stopped before he hit the ground he was then dragged through the streets of ayer for five hours while tied to a sled now, just before he died, luckily enough, I say that ironically, the Bishop of Marseille gave special dispensation for him to be strangled to death. So, before his body was even medium rare, Madeline was cured. But then in later life she was twice again accused of witchcraft. Once in 1642 and once in 1652. And she did serve 10 years in prison for this. She was released and she died in 1670. Now Louise Capou just carried on being a straight up bitch. And she accused an 11 year old blind girl of being a witch in later life. And the poor girl was burnt at the stake. So that is the story of the possession of the nuns of Aix-en-Provence in southern France, and I do apologise about the ending there. I hope you enjoyed it up until then, and join us next time on the Mo Podcast. You take care now. Bye. And I'm good. The Mo Podcast. The M.O. Podcast, the M.O. Podcast, the M.O. Podcast.